What up? What up? What up, Hood Servative? What up, Deanna? Deanna says I'm a celebrity. I don't know, man. You know, I had my first. Well, this that wasn't my first time somebody recognized me off YouTube. That was actually like the third time. But um, yesterday was the first time that a whole bunch of people recognized me at one time. Um, I say a whole bunch. It was like you know probably about fifteen people or so recognized me from the Tech G channel. And they literally, you know, they literally were asking me to take pictures and sign autographs. I was like, wow, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? All I got a, I got a channel that's only 13,000 subscribers deep. And I got people asking for my autograph out in this mug. You know what I'm saying? So it was pretty interesting. So I took a couple pics, signed a couple autographs. And my, my autograph was, um, <laughs> I put like, share, and subscribe, Tech G. That's what I actually signed on the pieces of paper for these people. So. It was uh it was it was a little interesting. Um, you know, that was it. But uh, we want we want to talk about our girl Michi X, man. You know, listen, you know, Michi X, the militant mulatto, the biracial babbleress, you know, because I'm the biracial babbler, you know. You know, we, we uh we adorn Michi X over on these YouTube streets on this side of things, you know what I'm saying? Like there's only a few content creators that are pro-blacks that I actually like. And Michi X is one of these people, man. You know what I'm saying? I can't get it. You know, me, I don't know what it is about Michi. I think I think Michi's delivery on social media with her always cursing people out is what keeps me tuned in. Like, you, you never know what she's going to say when she's on these live streams. She just, she'll just snap on people, right? And then another interesting aspect about Michi is that um, I think she is very horrible at picking people to align herself with in order to push her agenda forward and whatever it is that she's trying to do to get black people free, black liberation. I, I think she is a horrible judge of character. And, you know, she has this documented track record of being horrible at this. I mean, you've seen what happened with her and uh, Boyce Watkins, because Boyce Watkins was the one that kind of brought her to the to the quote unquote mainstream black YouTube space. And she was rocking out with him for a while, then fell out. And then she aligned herself with Tommy. Then she had issues with Tariq. Then she aligned herself with uh what, what's your man's name from the Not Effing Around Coalition, the dude that was running around carrying the guns, and I think he faces some time in prison. She aligned herself with that dude. Then she fell out with him. She aligned herself with Vicki Dillard. Matter of fact, I think her and Vicki Dillard actually know each other in real life. Then she fell out with Vicki Dillard. And speaking of Vicki, whatever happened to her, I ain't seen her on YouTube in a minute. And then who else? Oh, yeah, she's currently aligning herself, throwing her support behind this dude named, let me look this dude up real quick. This, this convicted, well, this cop killer named Ozone. Um, rental, rental something. What is this guy's name? Um, killer. Oh, yeah. Wallace. Ortho, Ortho Wallace. My bad. So she's throwing her weight behind this dude, trying to help this. Oh, what is this? Trying to help this dude out. So I don't know if you guys remember last year, this dude was in Daytona 
he uh he killed a cop in Daytona in front in a in an apartment complex. Uh, you know, the cop approached basically from my understanding of the story, old buddy was sitting in his car in front of this apartment pop complex right here. And then this white cop came up and was like asking him, like, you know, I don't know, just kind of asking him, like, does he live here? Yada, yada, yada. So buddy gets out the car, some words are exchanged, and all of a sudden the camera, you know, the camera, you can't really see what's going on in the camera, but old buddy ended up clapping the police officer and the cop ended up, you know, getting his angel wings and getting sent up out of here. So now this dude is uh, currently on trial and they're currently trying to seek the death penalty for this dude. But before they saw, but before they caught him, he had went on the run and he had made his way up to Georgia to some little wooded compound out there in Georgia. And, um, and they come to discover he was also affiliated with the NFAC, the, the not effing around coalition, where he was one of the dudes, you know, care, you know, Grand Matt, what's that guy's grand not Grandmaster J? Like, I'm not confusing him with the dude from yeah, I think Grandmaster J, right? He was a part of that clique. So Michi X is out here trying to ride for this dude, you know what I'm saying? Talking about <laughs> this affects all black folks and you know. You know, he's one of our brothers and yada, yada, yada. And I'm, I'm just like, listen, I, I, I don't, you know, it, there's this there's this weird thing with black folks obsession with wanting to support criminals. Right now, I don't know what this dude Orthol did before. I don't, I, you know, I don't know anything about his background prior to that, but I do know he is currently on trial for killing a cop and he's facing death row. And Michi's like, we need to put all our support behind this dude. And I was like, eh, I don't know about that, Meech. <laughs> I don't know about that with Meech. I don't, I don't think G Dizzle can support, you know, brothers who are out here actively killing the police. I don't know if I could put my weight behind that one. You know what I mean? But so, you know, these are some of the things that Meechy X got going on. Shout out to the homie Sub Zero. Make sure y'all go sub to sub, sub to sub. Um, but anyway, she got this whole thing going on. Uh, she just recently did her Black Agenda Conference, right? Uh, you know, if you know anything about these conferences, or at least the theme of it, or if you listen to Michi X long enough, you know, Michi X, she's all about liberating Black folks, getting us free. Like, this is the this is the language that she uses. And I find it kind of entertaining to listen to, you know, when I hear her give these speeches. Like, she's supposed to have Angela Stanton, Day, uh, Angela Stanton King was supposed to be there. Judge Joe Brown. Um, who else? Let me make this bigger. Hold on. Let me make this bigger. Oh, here we go. Um, and and a whole bunch of other people. I don't know who these people are. I'm assuming these are like community. Oh, Kwame Kilpatrick. Uh, I'm assuming this was supposed to be. These are like a whole bunch of community activists or something like that. I, I really don't know. But. The thing that entertains me when, when I listen to Michi X talk about these black agenda conferences, like I said, she always wants to say, we're trying to get free. We're trying to get free. And, you know, when I listen to this, I'm just like, free from what? Like, what, what are you trying to get free from? I, you know, when, modern day pro-blackness, in my opinion, are it's like it's like Negroes are just living in delusional land. I, and I, I swear when I look at most modern day pro-blacks. I swear that these are people that wish they were born back in Jim Crow, 
back in the civil rights era, you know, just like that one dude, that politician that's part of the Tennessee three that, you know, everybody's trying to say, oh, he's trying to sound like Malcolm and Martin Luther King Jr. It's like they wish they were born in that era so that they, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, you're not in that era. Like you're not being held hostage. <laughs> like, I don't know of any black person in America right now that can't pretty much do what they want to do and come and go as they want to go. So as long as their bank accounts will allow for them to do so. Right. Like, I, I just don't know of anybody and anybody that sits there and tells you this stuff, they're liars. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you'll hear people say, oh, we can't move into certain neighborhoods or communities. Yes, you can. If you got your paperwork straight, your credit straight and your bank account straight, you can move into any community that you can afford to move into. Like there are no restrictions. Then if it's found out that people are trying to block you or prohibit you from doing such things, there are federal laws on the books specifically directed towards that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it's always this weird thing with these community activists and how they like to, oh, oh, they got cute butter on here, how they like to try to frame this narrative as if you really can't go and do anything as a black person. You're just a prisoner here. It's like, no, you know, if, if you're an upstanding black person working, doing what you got to do, paying your taxes, trying to keep your, your head above, you know, you just do just doing all the things you're supposed to do as a, as a, as a functioning adult. I'll put it that way. You can do what you want to do. Like, I'm 43 years old. I've never had any issues doing what I've wanted to do or going where I wanted to go. So as long as I could afford those activities, right? I was here. I was listening to somebody. Who was I listening to yesterday? Somebody. I can't remember who I was listening to, but it was talking about. Was I, I think it was on satellite radio. Was I, I don't know. Anyways. Somebody was talking about, well, when the cops get, you know, because, you know, people are still pushing this narrative. When the cops get behind us as a black person, we automatically get scared. I never, I don't ever get scared. As a matter of fact, when I go to work, it takes me 30 minutes to drive to work every single day, right? You know, the speed limit would be like 60 miles an hour. I'd be doing 70, right? <laughs> Just yesterday, I'm doing 70 miles per hour, and there were like two cops behind me, right? And, you know, I'm doing my 70. I ain't even slow down. I'm just riding. And then I moved, obviously I moved out of the fast lane and got into the center lane. And guess what? They, they kicked their speed up to about 75, 80 and blew right past me, you know? But when they got behind me, I can clearly see it was, uh, you know, little city cops or whatever, or even a state trooper. I wasn't terrified and shaking in my boots. It's like my, th my, my thought process is I own the vehicle that I drive flat out. I don't have any car payments. I got the title. My registration's clean. Uh, my tags are clean. My driver's license is valid. The most they're going to do is pull me over, and either they're going to give me a ticket or they're going to give me a warning. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to sit there and argue and fuss and fight with a person with a badge that wants to pull me over. You know what I mean? So I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't be understanding people in this day and age that like to pretend like their life is just in jeopardy every every single time they walk out the house. But anyways. Let's talk about Michi X. So I put the title Michi X joins the Kundalini tribe, right? So, you know, we got this term in the, in the black menosphere called red pill. You know, people get their red pill moment, yada, yada, yada. Or the pro-blacks have the equivalent of the red pill called the Negro wake-up call, right? That's what the pro-blacks like. Oh, you got your Negro wake-up call. Because I seen somebody 
say that in reference to uh, Don Lemon getting fired from CNN. I think it was Boyce Watkins who said this, or I don't know. It may have been him. I don't know. But anyways, it was like, oh, he got his Negro wake up call. I'm like, I don't know if I don't know if he really did. He he just, but you know, whatever. But here's his thing. I think we need to have like a a, a Kundalini wake up call. <laughs> so you got your red pill moments. You got your Negro wake up calls. I think we need to come up with a term of the, the Kundalini. You know what I'm saying? I got to come up with a cool term for it. And the reason why is because Michi X, in reference to her Black Agenda Conference, she posted a video. Somebody sent this to me the other day, and I had watched it, and I was supposed to do a video on it, but, you know, life happened. So now we're going to do it, and hopefully the audio works. But anyway, she posted a video giving a recap of what happened at her Black Agenda Conference, right? Two days of powerful talks and solutions held from uh, April 22nd to the 23rd, starting at 9 a.m. in Atlanta, Georgia. Right. She's going to give a recap. So let me let me go ahead. Hopefully the audio works because because the title of this video. let Let me show you what the title of the video is. Hold on. She put a video up, y'all. She says, y'all win. I'm done with trying to save our people. And this is why. So she recorded this four days ago as a recap to her conference. All right. So I had to download it. Hopefully the audio works because y'all know StreamYard be on some bogus stuff. So let me go ahead and hit the play button so we can see what our girl Michi out here yapping about. Hopefully my audio is, uh, let me check this other thing real quick. Because I want, I want this to go uninterrupted. Let me know if y'all can hear this. Yeah, somebody type one if y'all can hear this. Uh-oh, this thing is loud as hell in my ear. Can y'all hear this? I don't know. Let me... How's the audio? Did the audio sound good? Was it straight? Was it low? Somebody said it's low. All right, so we got to figure this audio thing out. Let me see. Because I hate to I hate to pull a red supreme and start playing this through my phone. <laughs> but I may have to because I don't know why StreamYard does this. I, I legit don't know. Um let me see. Give me a second. Hold on. I may have to play this through my phone. Bitch. Give me a second. All right, I'm gonna have to play it. I'm gonna have to play it through my phone, y'all. I don't know why StreamYard does this. <sighs> Let me see. Is there a somebody who does StreamYard? Is there a setting in here to adjust the audio? Because I legit do not know why it does this. I don't went through every setting I can think of on my end, and I cannot figure out why the audio does this. Uh, let me, let me try. What does this do? Give me a second. Um, it says, now she didn't delete it. I downloaded it cause I be having issues with the audio, man. I don't know why every time I use stream, this is why I don't really play a lot of videos. Cause every time I do StreamYard, there's always an issue with the video audio playing through this thing. And I've yet to figure out why it is. I don't know. Let me hold up. Uh, 
right. So I'm just gonna have to I'm just gonna have to play it through my phone. I don't I really can't I really don't know why this is. So here we go. I'm gonna just play it through the phone. So give me a second. Let me let me go find her video. We're gonna be uh red. We're gonna be red supreming it. That's how. That's why Red Supreme plays all his audio through his phone. Cause maybe he's having the same issues I'm having. Cause I legit cannot figure out why this is. So give me a second. Oh. So we go listen to our girl Michi. As soon as I find that freaking video, oh, here it is right here. All right, here we go. Let's get it. So this is Michi. We gonna try this one more game. Can y'all hear it? Let me know if y'all can hear the audio. Hold up. Conservative said um, to just share her video. So just share her video through. Yeah. Okay. So I did that before. So even when I do that, it's still an issue with how the audio comes through. So here, we'll try that. We'll, where is that? Hold on. <clears throat> we'll try that. Let me see. Let me know if y'all can hear it. This thing playing. Yes, yeah, it's doing the same thing, man. So, anyways, all right, we're just gonna go back to the phone because I don't know what the damn deal is. I ain't figured this out, and I ain't got time to be figuring it out. So we're gonna we'll just go back to the phone. So let's get it. Subscribe to it, but <laughs> if y'all say subscribe, I don't know how much you want to meet you over here. So I wanna again I have something to say. You know, if I I've ever been anything to y'all is being honest. I don't believe we get anywhere by um I don't know, by fucking not telling the truth. We don't get nowhere with sugar-coated lies. And so today, I know a lot of people probably want me to come on here and say, oh, my God, I'm so happy. And the back agenda was wonderful. And it was just so great. And we about to make so much change. And I got so much hope for black people. But I'm very sad today. Mm. Tell them why you're sad, Michi. That's the truth. And it's not because the black agenda was not nice. It was nice. Everybody was happy. I love all of y'all that came. I want to thank y'all for all of the support that y'all always given. Say hood conservative. I know it has a. I know that. You know what I'm saying? I've I've raised all the audio levels, all the buttons, and it still comes out weak and low. I don't know why that is. I legit cannot figure out why this is. I don't know if it's an issue with my mixer. I don't know, but I have all the audio turned up. My mic, the input sounds from the from the from the video, yada yada yada. I don't know. So we're just going through the phone. People showed up. Um, they showed so much love. Y'all brought me gifts. Y'all cried. <laughs> Made me cry. It was so much love. So I don't want y'all to think that didn't happen. It did. Right? And we got a lot accomplished. But see, there's a side to when you work where I work for the black community and you on the other side of of um, activism. So she's talking about. So anyways, she's talking about the black agenda conference that just happened that she just hosted. All right. She's giving her thoughts on what happened a couple days ago. So that's what we're listening to. There's an ugly side to this and people don't want to talk about that. As well as being loved by a lot of people, 
and having a great time, I lost a lot of respect for people that I loved. I lost a lot of respect for people that I love. I would never work with them again. Uh oh. Who you ain't working with, Michi? So I want to talk to y'all about that. Tell us, Michi. I want to talk to y'all about how if you really think that we are going to get somewhere when it comes to our community and our freedoms, you think our organizations is going to do it for us? Mm. I'm going to tell you on a very small scale, they will. But on a very big scale, they never will. And this is why I feel like my work is in motherfucking vain. Y'all say, Michi, don't pay attention to the, the comments in the, in the chat. Fuck them comments. That's not the shit that hurts me. Although, I will be honest with you, it weighs on a person all the time. When every time you turn around, a motherfucker got something negative to say about you, about your family, about your motherfucking kids. Mm. Everything about you. And then you get off the internet, because I'm not an internet person. Um, Y'all know this for years. You will leave comments that I I won't say shit in the comment section. You know why? Because I don't look at it. Yeah, you do. Me. But people will go out of their way to email you and tell you, bitch, you not shit. <laughs> so, yes, that does weigh on you. And I'll tell you this personally. As activists, we are so fucking sick of being called scammers. Uh-oh. We ain't scam nobody. We sick of that shit. Fuck you, motherfuckers. Uh-oh. Tell them me. And there's always a motherfucker screaming scammer that ain't never bought shit from you, ain't never got your motherfucking services, and none of the people that have are calling you a scammer, but you niggas do. I'm tired. What the fuck somebody need to prove themselves to y'all for? I agree with Michi on that point. In in the in the community, they love calling people scammers galore, man. You know, listen, I'm not a fan of Tariq like that. I disagree with his philosophy. But one thing I've never called Tariq was is a scammer because he has always produced a product. Now, whether or not I personally agree with the product or not is one thing, but he has always produced a product um, that people have paid for. You know, whether they you know help fund it through a GoFundMe or something like that, or you know he ordered a whole bunch of you know uh, little bottles and sold uh, pepper spray from from China. You know, pe- people have supported. It. So I don't I don't know why people love to call these people scammers. When they actually do produce a product or service that people do pay for. You know what I mean? I gotta prove myself to you to help you? Fuck you. So that's the that's the bare minimum of this, okay? You say Tariq got the hidden history nightclub museum. I mean, listen. <laughs> now I, I did hear he turned it into a hookah lounge, right? But here, here's here's my thinking on that, right? So obviously the Hidden History Museum does not look like what the artwork depicted it would look like. But and then I know some of y'all are like, well, he, he got a bunch of celebrities in there and he's turned it into a hookah lounge. Well, here's my thing. How else is that thing supposed to make money? Right? How, how often are you going to go visit a museum if you don't work there or own one? You might go once every 10 to 15 years to a museum. So in the between time, how else is it supposed to make money? <laughs> so they gotta, they gotta make, they gotta do something. So you know, niggas love hookah. Go ahead and get them hookah, hookahs burnt up, and y'all can go in there and learn some hidden history. You know what I mean? Now I'm gonna say this from a, a perspective of expertise because people say you shouldn't speak on things that you don't know about. Well, I know about it. Okay, I've been doing activism across this damn country in so many states. So it's not just yesterday. It's not just this past weekend. 
And I'm going to tell you something I find in all the organizations I go to. A lack of fucking integrity. Mm. Motherfuckers in organizations for black people, y'all got no integrity. Mm, tell them, Meech. None at all. You just like the fucking pastors on the pulpit. You niggas preach one thing, and behind the scenes, you do nothing you fucking say you're about. Mm. See, and I can't be in a... Now, now understand something, y'all. She's talking about niggas on this flyer, y'all. Okay, y'all, all these Negroes on this flyer are all pro-blacks to some extent. Now, she doesn't explicitly state who she's talking about, but she's talking about these Negroes on this flyer that were supposed to be you know, part of her Black Agenda Conference. That, that's who she's talking about. She ain't talking about the certified coons out here like me. <laughs> Who who openly state we ain't doing shit for you niggas, you know, under the guise of pro-blackness. I don't want to be called an activist because you niggas give everybody a bad name. So I don't want to be this anymore. You know, it's real funny. I always watch people that are small. And when they get big, let me tell you, the me and y'all do this shit. All the men in all of your organizations, I want you to know, they all do the same fucking thing across this nation. What they do, Meech? A man will run an organization, and as soon as he gets some notoriety from YouTube, and he's big, and motherfucking entertainers stand next to you, and somebody endorses you, now you a superstar, nigga? Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh -oh. I know you would love for me to call names. Y'all can read between the lines, but I ain't gonna name no names. I want y'all to still believe in these motherfuckers. Because they be doing some work. Oh, yeah. But collaborating and making shit happen, it would never happen. Because motherfuckers got egos, and even if they come into this shit for the right thing, and this is not yesterday, I'm telling you, I see this shit happen all the time. There's a psychology and a formula to how organizations are ran. I really ain't broke down and studied how the fuck white supremacy can Condition our movements, but our movements all move the fucking same. And in a way that it never gets us no fucking where. Uh oh. So wait, hold on. I invited out a whole bunch of people. So 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 meet you. We ain't we ain't getting free. So what you been doing this entire time on YouTube and social media, Michi, if if we ain't getting nowhere and we ain't getting free? What you been doing? You like you just you could have been doing something else productive with your life, Michi. You you could have joined the Kundalini, got your butter biscuit, and been over here just tap dancing galore for for white massa. You could have been over here like the rest of us, wasting your time with these woe is me Negroes, Michi. What's going on? Let me tell you, let me tell you the truth behind activism and and, and, and trying to help folks. You wanna know what happens? Says, I told Michi to embrace her Polish side because they'll appreciate her fighting spirit. <laughs> yeah, embrace the embrace the Caucasian Anglo-Saxon side. Michi, you half white, just like me. Embrace it. You'll probably get better results. Let me start with y'all in the audience. You hit me up and you say to me, Michi, you out here doing these motherfucking uh, uh, conferences and shit? You giving away free tickets? Where the fuck is the free tickets? Uh-oh, not, not the free tickets. Not the free tickets. I gave away about a hundred of them this weekend. And you niggas be having a nerve to take up space in people's events for free tickets and then you don't fucking show up. I'm starting with... 
Michi out here giving out free tickets, y'all. She gave out 100 free tickets to her pro-black event, and niggas didn't even show up, bruh. This is why you shouldn't be giving away free stuff, Michi. I'm just saying. Mistake. Thank you, motherfuckers, because you didn't pay nothing for it. You just decided I'm too tired today. Well, I woke up and since I didn't pay any. I want y'all to, hey, I want y'all to hear some of the reasons. I don't know. I can't remember where it is in this video, but when she starts listing some of the reasons as to why some of these people on this flyer didn't show up to her conference, bruh, you, it, <laughs> let me just hit the play button for this ticket i didn't sacrifice anything i think i'm gonna just stay in the bed you niggas do this every conference i have and then you have me sit out seats and everything else for you and you don't fucking come like i say remember she is talking about the people on this flyer that were supposed to be speaking at her conference let me go further back than that for the past three months, I have been promoting this conference for black people to come to. And people showed up. Don't get me wrong. That's not where I'm going. So just wait a minute and listen. And in that promotion, I have put my business and other things to the side. Some of you that are my students know that my website has suffered. And y'all been like, Michi, where the hell is the website? Where are our classes? Well, I have been working so hard on this conference. I put my own livelihood, my own businesses down to the side to make this shit happen. Okay. I spent $8,000 of my own money. I'm giving you niggas the real, real deal. $8,000. Y'all talk shit, but y'all don't support black causes mm. and people who are doing the work. I gave away 100 free tickets, and I gave up $7,000, and damn near eight of my own money. And I'm still passing out my money today to give to the organizations that I told them if there was any money left over, I would give them some. There was no money left over. This woman gave out a hundred free tickets and she put up eight thousand of her own dollars for this conference. Boy, Michi X, she, she better than me. <laughs> I'm charging all you niggas. You know what I'm saying? But I have something that I guess a lot of people don't have called fucking integrity. So I'm gonna take some more of my own money and I'm gonna give them something. Cause I believe in keeping your fucking word. You give me a free ticket, niggas. Fuck you. Don't ask me for free shit no more. I give away free classes. You motherfuckers don't appreciate it. Stop. Did I have somebody call me and cuss me out? Stop giving away free stuff, Meech. Like, I, I don't understand this whole. Listen, I did the whole free class, well, quote unquote, free class thing on YouTube, even though I was running ads on top of it. But she's, Meech, be giving away full blown free classes and free training, y'all. So I don't understand that. About not having access to a fucking class that I gave you for free. Bitch, you didn't pay nothing for it. And had you talked to me nice, I would have just helped fix the problem and got you in the class. This is how y'all talk to me. This is how y'all treat me. This is how you treat all your motherfucking leaders. This is what y'all do to us. I want y'all to know that the night before the conference... I don't know what she... Okay, so Michi, from my understanding... 
she actually has a website or some classes geared towards teaching people how to start online businesses. I've seen some people say that they were legit, but I haven't personally seen it with my own eyes. But And I remember her at one point, she was selling those classes for like $20, right? We're talking about those are the prices you would expect to pay on, on Udemy, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, she, she's better than me because I sell my classes for a few hundred to a few thousand dollars. So I couldn't do it, you know what I mean? I was at the conference hall till one o'clock in the morning. Me, my children, setting up chairs. I set up a hundred chairs and stayed there longer for the motherfuckers that asked for free tickets and you didn't show up. But I had to be back the next morning. So I could make sure the conference ran. So that I could speak three times, don't go home, stay there all day to get ready for the VIP, to perform, to turn around, to switch the chairs again, and go home, get to bed about 3 o'clock in the morning to get the fuck back up and teach two classes. Who told her she was our leader? Well, here's, here's how that works. By default, she is your leader. Biracials are the leaders of the black community. I don't know how many times I got to keep telling y'all that. We run the community. So she is your leader. So bow down and respect it, nigga. Hit <laughs> the play button. I'm just telling you what I give of myself. It's way too easy for y'all to stay in the bed on me when I stayed up all fucking night for you. Oh, her voice cracking. She about to cry. I'm going to be real with y'all like I always do. I don't know what the fuck you expect from me. I'm not coming on here to be fake. And then on top of all of that, I spent over $4,000 on fucking plane tickets to bring in ungrateful mm. motherfuckers. She done spent eight bands on this event. Then she spent another 4000 flying niggas out, y'all. Listen to this. If you know me and you know the black agenda, you know that it's not about me. Even though people that were there would tell you that Michi didn't sit down hours straight. Like, I kept getting the fuck up to go do this, to go to that. I'm supposed to be sitting in the VIP section. Thank you very much for the offered executive security that was given to me. And I worked the hell out of this lady because I was up every five minutes. While y'all were enjoying the conference, I was walking around till it was my time to do what I had to do. I would also like everybody to know, because I want to show how y'all some weak punk bitches for the fucking people that I brought in. And not everybody did this, but you're going to watch this video and you know who you are. And if you know who you are, put on the shoes, bitch, tie them up, walk in them, sleep in them, keep them motherfuckers because you know who you are. So about 3.30 the night before the conference started, I got woke up at 3.30 in the morning. I told you I just went to sleep at 2 after setting up chairs for the conference. 3.30 I got woke up because I'm passing a kidney stone. Have you guys ever had a kidney stone? Have you ever had a kidney stone? Sisters, it feels like you're in labor. You be having contractions <laughs> like you in labor. That's right, so Greg. for an hour and a half. At 3.30 in the morning, I'm like, what the fuck? The pain is back today of all days. I got to go work the conference. I was having those contractions until 7 o'clock that night. Mm. Y'all didn't know, 
but through the whole conference. I got on in panels. I fucking did my job. And you didn't know the pain I was in one moment. And you fucking bitches that I invited out couldn't get your ass up the second day to be at the fucking conference that I brought you out to be there for and pay for your fucking hotel room because you was tired? MGX is the literal definition of a strong black woman. She up here paying for nigga shit, passing, you know, passing stones, whatever them things are called, <laughs> kidney stones and all kind of stuff, man. And she up here crying on YouTube. Get it, Meech. Strong black woman. I have no respect for a lot of y'all because y'all bitches. I know the shit I go through. I know what I, I muscle up my strength and I do my job. I told y'all yesterday I should have been born a fucking man because you niggas is weak. There was no way after all I put into that conference I was going to sit down. I worked the whole thing through pain. Ask anybody there, did you know that I was going through that? And if you've ever had a kidney stone, oh, you know. Mm. Sisters, if you didn't, just just imagine being in labor and you have to do a whole fucking conference while you're in labor. Mm. And I'm not saying that's the black people's fault. I'm just telling you all I give of my fucking self. Strong black woman. The people that I flew out that are activists, you know how many of them would not share the video or the flyer? Now it's over. I'm going to talk. Uh-oh. They would not share the video or the flyer. All them people that y'all see, this is what she's talking about. These niggas are so arrogant that instead of making a flyer for the event, I paid for everybody to have their own individual (laughs) flyer. Michi done paid for everybody to have their own individual flyer to promote this event, y'all. How many people are we looking at? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. 21 people, 21 different flyers to promote the Black Agenda Conference that she paid for. And and nobody showed up. Oh, I didn't even notice Nathaniel Nathan Daly. So isn't that the cop right here that Six the Goddess was clowning because he almost got killed? I didn't even recognize him at first. Oh, my phone just closed. Hold on. So he was supposed to be there, but man, Michi just you you doing way too much for a bunch of ungrateful Negroes, Michi. I said okay. Well, maybe if I play to these niggas' egos. I printed out 18 separate flyers that highlighted each person. Who the fuck do that? 18. Mm. I'm bringing you out to an event. Matter of fact, I'm giving you money if we make money and you won't even help me promote it. Now, when I'm talking about this, I'm not speaking on everybody that came. But the people who did this shit, you know who the fuck you are. And I won't take their names because I want y'all to keep believing in them. Because they doing real work. They just got egos now. And they don't care about anybody else but themselves. Mm, say it I so. people that I invited and put clips up on the internet of them talking and wanted to get clout off of the views of my conference. But nowhere in the caption or anywhere did they say, I'm at the Black Agenda. Because they want me to promote them, but they act like they too big to promote me. When I remember when the fuck you didn't have a following and I've done nothing but promote you. For years on end, I use my email, I use my audience, I push thousands of people to your organization, and you give me your ass to kiss. I don't know why. All the activists, most of them were acting like they had a problem with even promoting the flyer. Why are you coming to my event if you can't post the flyer? They try to come up, Meech. That's why they so coming. You know, that's where arrogance started. <laughs> then all the people that 
party, okay? That evening. Now, the VIP party was supposed to be for all of the people that spoke on the panel. We've spoken in Zoom meetings for fucking months. And they know they were expected to be there. That was part of why people bought VIP tickets. In that VIP event, these niggas didn't come back. Wait a minute. I pay for your plane ticket, bitch. Uh-oh. <laughs> I pay for your hotel room. I put some people in Airbnbs because they brought their whole families and their friends. Michi, Michi, Michi. I think, I think pro-blacks are horrible business people, y'all. <laughs> this is horrible business. What, what is she paying for all this stuff? VIP stuff and niggas ain't showing up to the VIP stuff, y'all. Michi, good God, man. And I was told the next morning that they didn't come back to the VIP because they was watching the fight. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? So all these Negroes that were supposed to go to the VIP that she paid for, for her event, that she flew out, put in hotels, put in Airbnbs, these niggas didn't show up because they was out watching the fight. Javante Tank Davis uh, versus that, that the Hispanic dude. These niggas put pro-blackness to the side to go watch a boxing match, y'all. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. These niggas put pro-blacks to the side trying to get niggas free to go watch a boxing match. Ain't that something? Mm. I, I want to go downstairs on that note and get something to drink because I'm thirsty, but I ain't going to leave. I'm going to stay here. We're supposed to be getting free, and your activists won't come the fuck back to an event they were supposed to be in and have known this for four fucking months because you were watching the fight. These niggas had money on the fight. That's why. Fucking for real. Never. <laughs> Your favorite activist didn't show up at my VIP because they was watching the fight. I didn't bring you out to watch a fight, bitch. Yeah, you did. How disrespectful is that? Fight was more entertaining. And the crazier thing is, the VIP had sponsors and people who were waiting to meet you stupid motherfuckers so they could give you some funds. Fuck them sponsors. Don't make you a fuck about them sponsors. It's all about the fight. <laughs> Oh, I feel bad for Beachy, man. No, these niggas have no fucking integrity. They don't. They don't. <laughs> then I had one of the speakers. Yeah, yeah. She was uh, supposed to be giving them funds, man. Like, I don't know how Michi is, how, how she's not homeless. It's like she's just going around just giving away money. I don't know how she makes money. I highly doubt she got a regular nine to five, but she's just giving away money. Niggas ain't showing up. She flying niggas out all over the place. They going to go watch the fight. And she talking about, I don't know what's going on with Michi and her business practices. One of the speakers, I guess they were sleeping through the conference or something. Oh, damn. And because they thought that I didn't acknowledge their organization, which, first of all, 
It was your job to, to honor your motherfucking organization. Thank you, E. If I invite you and I give you the platform to talk about your organization, is it that your job to do? It is. But they went home and I guess they was mad because they said the black agenda didn't acknowledge their organization. But I was really confused because the person who said this, when I had a keynote moment, it was for me. See, I cut my keynote moment down to 20 minutes when I was supposed to speak for 45 because everybody else was talking and anybody there would tell you, I didn't do much talking. Even though I was up and down on the panels, I answered my question in two minutes. I, it wasn't about me. I was highlighting everybody else. This event wasn't about me. And then I got up to have a moment when I was a keynote speaker and in my 20 minutes, I actually did nothing but speak about that person. I did talk about your organization. I used my moment to highlight you. I guess you were sleeping. <laughs> That's why you didn't hear it. But then you go on your fucking social media and send passive aggressive messages. And these are your favorite community leaders. And they say subliminal messages like people didn't do what they said they were going to do. Okay. And then they don't come back the next day because they have an attitude for no reason unbeknownst to you. And not only do they not come back and they don't come to the VIP when I had people waiting there to see that specific person. They actually called up one of my other people, my speakers, that I flew in. And on Sunday, he was supposed to be at my conference. This person called them up and said they would give them a ride to the conference. But when he got in the car, they actually rerouted him and asked him if they wanted to come hang out with them. So they not only did not show up to my conference, they went and got some of my speakers and brought them to their house or wherever the fuck they went to watch the game and didn't come. <laughs> I didn't fucking pay for you another stay in a hotel room and an airplane day later for you to fucking go hang out with them. So you didn't come, but then you went and snatched up my other speakers that I paid to be here. Damn. Damn. That's crazy. Speakers snatching up other speakers to go watch the uh the the boxing match. But y'all y'all supposed to be getting free, right? <laughs> now, and the crazy thing is we have a group. Now them niggas got a free trip to Atlanta. That's that's the only freedom they got. They got a free trip to Atlanta to go watch the the boxing match. And the whole time this is going on, I'm not knowing this happened until this morning I found out more. But while I'm on the phone with this person saying, hey, thank you very much for coming. I'm texting them and I'm saying to them, we didn't make any money because I had to fork out my own. But I told you that I would give you money. So can you please tell me where to send it? Because I'm going to send you some money myself. I want to send you $1,000. And while I'm texting this motherfucker to say this, they're in our group chat saying how, yeah, the event was wonderful, but, you know, I didn't hear nobody talk about my organization. But I did. You were the only person I spoke about in my whole speech. I flew people out, and they got rental cars, even though I rented a whole fucking van, and then they got that rental car, y'all, and they was... Damn, Meech, you renting vehicles for these niggas, too? So, listen, Meechie X say she done put up 8000 of her own dollars for this conference, she done passed out over a hundred free tickets. She done paid for people's plane tickets. She paid for people's hotel rooms. She paid for some people's Airbnbs. 
and she's out here renting vehicles for niggas, little vans to drive people around the city or whatever to get back and forth to the conference. And these niggas blowing her off, going to go watch the fight. Like, man, either Michi X is just horrible at business or the whole pro-black business model just sucks. I don't know exactly which one it is, but I'm, I'm leaning towards it's probably just Michi all over town and they didn't even come back to the conference they came at whatever time they felt like coming two people i flew in from the same area and when they got to the fucking conference one dude said he had to leave early and i'm thinking you don't even live here i brought you here to be at this conference where the fuck do you have to go i'm gonna go turn and up not only when he left did he leave he took one of my speakers with him that hadn't spoken yet so i flew him out for no reason the niggas went to magic city that's where they went Them niggas was at Magic City getting turned up trying to free some strippers. What I want you to know is that this is not a new thing. This is what happens in the world of being an activist. This is not the first time I've experienced shit like this, and I'm just tired. Mm. I'm tired. I'm over here trying to do the right thing and have some integrity, and everybody's coming up with fake things in their mind about why they should be mad at me. Like, are we really finna get free when the niggas we depending on wouldn't even come to a conference? They played them fucking sales. I had people in the room who wanted to give them donations. I'm talking about thousands of dollars. You didn't show the fuck up. These people bought tickets, and I'm talking about I'm sorry because they expected you to be there. That's why they bought a fucking VIP ticket. Bitch, that's why the fuck I told you you had to be there. For four months, and you never stand, and you get here and act like you're on vacation and not here for a conference. Your favorite activists are fucking assholes. And if it ain't about them, and if the focus ain't on them, and if it ain't all about them, they don't give a fuck. They had to go to the strip club, man. They don't give a fuck. Strip club was calling. They're doing great work in the community. But this is why we'll never get free. Because when motherfuckers try to come together and we try to work together, all these egos get in the fucking way. Mm. Everybody there thought they should have been a superstar. I'm so offended because the last thing I give a fuck about is being a superstar. I don't want to stand next to motherfuckers and do this shit. Mm -mm. I could have saved my money and I could have just spent $10,000 and opened up another Zyx or something. How about that? But instead, I pulled together a whole conference where there's over 300 people in the room, hundreds of people watching, live. I was setting the stage for you stupid motherfuckers to tell the community what you do. How come I didn't get an invite? I'm a little pissed so off. you could fucking have some eyes on you. I worked to put people in the room so you could fucking have partnerships with people who wanted to give you money. You should have called me. I would have showed people up. People wanted to help your organization. But you motherfuckers wanted to watch the game. You needed to go get some Chick-fil-A or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you bitches went to the strip club. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I didn't even know she said that. Yeah, that's exactly where they went, Meech, to the strip club. That's exactly where them niggas was at. At the strip club watching the fight. That's what was going on. But this is what you do. I feel so disrespectful. There are motherfuckers that I have done nothing but promote them and ask for nothing in return. These motherfuckers call me and say, Michi, we need to raise some money. And I will send thousands of my own money right away. And then I will send out an email Dang. to all of y'all. Y'all get them. It's really that easy. So all you got to do is just hit Michi up. Hey, Michi, I need some money for my organization. You know, we we uh, we starting a, a fund to... 
to to save the the destitute women that slide up and down the poles. You mean to tell me all she, that's all you got to do is she's just gonna send you money? I'm about to hit up Michi, man. I need some money. About events that don't have nothing to do with me. <laughs> Somebody said, bless their names out. They don't deserve platforms. No. I'm not. You know why? Because they do real work. Mm. I'm going to leave y'all something to believe in. Because y'all probably need it. So she ain't going to tell us exactly who it was. <laughs> they do real work. I don't want to dismiss these people and shut them down. What I'm saying to you is that their egos are in the way and they don't have an ability to partner with other people. They don't have a respect and a regard. If it's not their event or it's not. What's the real work? That That's a great question. I legit cannot tell you. I mean, I don't know who the majority of these people are. I mean, I know who Angela Stanton King is. Her mission, she's all anti-abortion, so she's actually in Atlanta trying to open up like a, a little safe haven for women to, you know, uh, give birth to kids or something like that. Q Butter, I know he actually does like the online school thing um, where he teaches, you know, he does some online homeschooling type of stuff. Judge Joe Brown is, you know, he does what he does. The rest of them, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what any of these other people do that would be classified as work. I, I've never heard of these people, so I couldn't tell you. All about them, they don't want to do it. So if it's about them, let them do their work. Because when it's about them and they're on their little pole pit and their little thing that they say to everybody, they're doing great work. But I just find it sad that when people try to work together with organizations, like, I don't understand, you won't help me help you. All the fuck I was trying to do was help you. None of this was about me. At all. At all. None of this was about me. Was there anybody there that will tell them, this is the least you ever fucking heard Michi say anything? I really felt like the things that people do are solutions. And y'all need these solutions. What solutions? So I just wanted the people to have the fucking solutions. What solution? What solutions do you all need to to survive and thrive? Like I've given, let me tell y'all. Listen, I'm gonna give y'all the solutions to life, right? So y'all can grow up and be, uh, you know, successful like me. <laughs> here's here's all you gotta do. All you gotta do is graduate high school, right? Graduate high school, know how to read, write, and do math at a functional level. Next thing, uh, don't become a baby mama or a baby daddy. Next thing. Do not go to jail. Try to consciously avoid making decisions to get a criminal record. And then the fourth thing is learn a skill set that people will pay you for. If you can do those four things, right, especially in your younger years, if you can do those four things, sky's pretty much the limit for you. So I don't understand, you know, what all this, um, you know, we're we going to learn skills to get free. Like, you're already free. <laughs> like, like, Negroes that are alive today are the freest Negroes in history. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially these younger generations, you niggas are the freest niggas ever. Y'all are so free. Y'all are convincing yourselves that y'all are women. Like, that's how free you are. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand how, where, where niggas is, uh, you know, I, I just don't get it. Like, if that's not why you doing this, why the fuck are you doing this? 
own way, they're doing work. I don't want to destroy that. Because see, I got more integrity than other motherfuckers. This ain't about destroying nobody. This is just about you, me being real with y'all. Like, we have so many fucked up issues in our community. We're so fractured every fucking way. And even in the group of people that claim to be the ones that are going to help us get to where we need to be, oh my God, we're so fractured too. I just want y'all to know that. And that's another thing. So she's like, and even the people that are going to help us get to where we need to be, who are these people other than the ones that, you know, have some type of celebrity status or whatever. Who are these people? Like, let's just take Karen Wells or this dude, Demontario Gibson or Valerie Castile. Like, who are these people? What are they qualified at doing? What skill sets, uh, professional and academic accolades do they have that warrant them being solution givers that can get people free? Who are these people? Can do. And I'm serious. This is what you need to do. You need to get yourself in order, get your household in order, get yourself right. If y'all do more of that, then collectively maybe we'll be better, one family at a time, one community at a time. But all of this coming together and oh, we're all gonna make a big difference together, that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. That is not gonna happen. That is not gonna fucking happen. Black people are not going to come together. The truth is, there is no unity. There will never be Uh-oh. any unity. And the unity that we will find will be on such small levels that it will never make a major difference. This is where she's embracing her kundalini spirits, right? So this is where Michi is crossing over to the coon side. And this is coming from somebody that has so much hope for our people. Mm-mm. If you ask me today, will we ever be free? The answer is no. Give Michi her butter biscuits right now. Absolutely not. Somebody get me Michi's mailing address to her business mailbox (laughs) so I can send her an official welcome letter to the Kundalini Brigade. I've seen too much. You should worry about your family. Uh oh. You should worry about yourself. That's coon talk. You pick yourself up and you should get the knowledge you need to be better. That is straight coon talk, Michi. (laughs) Michi is spitting straight Kundalini talking points. She has been, what we need to come up with a term. What is the red pill version of getting coon? What? We got to come up with a term, but she is going full blown coon up in here. That's what I'm talking about. You look to nobody else no. to fix this for us. Not another black person, not another motherfucking group, because it's not gonna happen. It's not. Uh oh. It's not. Talk that coon talk, girl. So I just want y'all to know that. I don't know how I'm supposed to keep fighting for something that I don't believe in anymore. Now, I believe in my people, and I love y'all, and I know that I make a lot of difference for a lot of people. So, and I'm, and I'm not going to be there for anybody. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is this dream of let's build something really big within our community. Let's have this agenda that is something that we can all get on board with, which the agenda is just really that we're our own answer. 
We're the people that we need to look to. We have organizations out here. We have people doing the work. We need to get with them and we need to do this work. And we need to get the knowledge and the skills so that we can become what we're supposed to be. That should be our agenda. Because we're never going to agree on any motherfucking thing. I'm hungry. But trying to do that don't work. Because everybody thinks that they should be the main one on stage. My stomach is really growling. Build it, and they're not the ones that orchestrated it. They have no respect for it. And the crazy thing is, the goal and the focus is supposed to be the people. But somehow, no matter where I go, I'm going to tell you what happens in every organization. A nigga begins to grow. And once they grow, they get a big head. Mm. That ain't and then so. they think it's all about them. And then they change. Uh-oh. This happens all the time. All the time. Mm. And I don't see no hope in trying to unite with a bunch of people. So... On a small group, find some folks in your community, find whoever you rock with, and make the small difference that you can. It's cool talk. But on a larger scale, that's not going to happen. Cool talk. Organizations ain't coming together. No. We're not making a big bang for everybody. She's cooning We're not out. We're ever come together and do any of those things. She's going full-blown coon. People are too ego-driven. People don't really give a fuck. They don't. Everybody want to be cool. Y'all want to be seen. Y'all want to be superstars. Meet you be listening Everybody to my videos. Everybody in my community wants something for free. They don't want to support anything that activists are doing. So yeah, I have a hard time coming on here. My, y'all, my motherfuckers keep telling me, meet you just do this for money. Meet you just do this for money. <laughs> Let's be clear. I don't make any money off activism. Matter of fact, I be spending all my money. I kind of wish I would have oh, kept my damn near $10,000 in my own fucking pocket. Yeah, you should have kept that. I don't make money off activism. You know. I spend money on it. I'm going fucking broke trying to save people that don't want to be saved. <laughs> Michi is going broke trying to save people that don't want to be saved. And she says she don't make any money off activism. Well, like, Michi, what did you think was going to happen going that approach, Michi? Like... <laughs> Like, I don't understand how this one flew over her head. You're spending all this money and you don't intend to make any money. And then people are misusing and abusing your trust and your little programs and all that. What did you think was going to happen? What like when can somebody point to me any time in history when when you give people free stuff, they, they just run with it and and, you know, praise it and use it to its fullest extent. It doesn't happen like that. You got to start taxing niggas. If nigga, listen, if niggas want to get free, they're going to have to pay the premium t- price for that freedom. They're going to have to do it. You're going to have to charge niggas for that freedom, whatever it is. Niggas got to pay, B. I wish a motherfucker would call me a scammer, bitch. Do you want to see my transactions or what the fuck go out of my account and where the fuck it went? Yeah, I would like to see that. I want to see how dumb you're being with just throwing money around at niggas and not getting nothing in return. Most of our black activists, we do this. And what happens is I want you to think about all of our activists that are still alive. You know, all of the ones that are alive that didn't get murdered in today, they're old and got gray hair and they just talk about black power at colleges in front of podiums. You know them. Did you ever notice how they kind of went away? See, what they didn't do you is a favor, and they didn't fucking come forward and tell you why they went and sat down. <laughs> they didn't have to. Everybody knew why they didn't sit down. 
Ain't no money in it. It's a waste of time. Talk to an activist from the 70s. Tell them to be real with you. The reason why they got quiet and the reason why they went away is because they realized the shit wasn't fucking working. Uh-oh. Give us that coon talk, girl. Swear to God, that's why they went away. If I decide to shut the fuck up and never come back, I want y'all to know why. Because you went broke trying to save these niggas. That's why. There's no unity among your leaders in your organizations. So as the leaders, how the fuck are we ever going to get the people to unify? They're not. There ain't no solution. That's the real truth. I feel some type of way that people stand in front of black folks and speak as though they're the ones that have found the answer in a way and they want to lead the people into something. But at the end of the day, you scream unity. You scream support. I watched motherfuckers stand on my stage yesterday. Maybe I should show some arrogance because I'm about the most humblest motherfucker you and me. <laughs> Let me act like y'all on my stage. Bitch, I paid for that. Tell them they niggas, Meech. They on my stage and they talked about unity. They talked about supporting each other when you didn't even support the event that brought you out there to give you money. I, I didn't take anything from you. I came to give to you. And you didn't even acknowledge that. You didn't even respect that. But you out there yelling at everybody on the stage about how black folks don't support. Black folks won't motherfucking uh, buy T-shirts and support black businesses. Really? You wouldn't even support the fucking event that brought you out there. Can we get something other than T-shirt businesses? <laughs> Listen... When are we going to get to the point that there's more to a business than just selling T-shirts? Like T-shirts can be a product. It can be merchandise that you sell that's attached to your business. But can we can black businesses evolve past being just straight? We're selling T-shirts and that's our whole business. You know what I'm saying? Like, can we get to that point? That's all. Niggas won awards. I guess I should have gave out some shiny shit yesterday. Maybe motherfuckers would have came back. The sad part is, let me talk about that too. The first day was really great. We had panels. We talked. But you know what the fuck we did? We talked. The fuck is talking? Now, yes, we have to address the problem. How about selling some butter biscuits? I sell butter biscuits on this channel all the time, man. I got amazing butter biscuits. That sounded kind of gay what I just said, but <laughs> that sounded kind of suspect. So scratch that from the record. But I say I sell butter biscuits all the time, man. So yes, we talked about it. But the second day was the skills. The second day was the classes. How many of you were there and attended the classes? Please tell the folks in the chat how powerful the second day was. All right, let's hear about these classes. Classes was going over because people didn't want folks to stop and nobody was mad even though it was Sunday and they had been there all weekend. We Babies learned gun safety. Folks was out there learning how to survive. Whoever was in those classes, Dr. Thrasher, when he came forward, he was supposed to teach his class once and because his was outside at the creek and shit like that. He taught his class all day. He taught four classes back to back to back. He said, me, turn me all day. They teach survival class. doing my class so everybody could come in. So they teaching you niggas. They teach you, they get you niggas prepared for the race war, how to go out there and start fires with two sticks and a and a piece of stone. That's what I'm talking about, Michi. Get it on. Get it popping. 
people that attended that, the next time in your hood when shit go wrong or the government say it do and your power go out and you can't have your water and they say it's not clean and maybe you should boil it, but without electricity, your stove ain't going to come on, they're going to know how to purify their water and they're going to know how to get their kids some water to drink. I, I don't know about that, Meech. I think niggas is... <laughs> Here, here's what's going to happen if that happens, Meech, because we've already seen this happen. Next time an event like that takes place that knocks out the power and water and all that, niggas is going to run down to the local footlocker and start stealing shoes. That's, that's what they're going to do. Now, all the white folks and Hispanics, they're going to go down to Home Depot and start looting shit out of there so that they can survive. But the average Negro... They going straight to Foot Locker to cop them some Air Force Ones and some Jays. That's what's gonna happen. Okay. They're gonna know first aid measures that they can do to save their families and shit of that nature. For mm. our young babies that are running around, everybody loves Shim's class. The women, even men, took it. Your children are safer. That came to the conference yesterday. Now that's not actually not, that's actually not a bad idea. So she's saying that the babies and the children's are learning first aid classes. That's actually not a bad idea. So just imagine that you're in the hood and, and, and little Glocktavius and them just decide to go shoot up crap all over the place. Normally when those videos happen, there's like rarely anybody around that knows basic first aid to try to, you know, to try to um, put a tourniquet on or try to help somebody with a gunshot wound or even just to do basic CPR. I think that'll actually be beneficial if you had niggas in the hood that knew basic CPR, how to put tourniquets on and apply, pre you know, apply uh, bandages to pressure, you know, pressurized wounds and all that. That might actually save niggas lives, man, instead of waiting for white folks in the ambulance to show up to do it every single time. When they learned about how to escape and what to do when you're in a car, to talk about child sex trafficking, he taught women about domestic violence, how you deal with things, home invasions, and what people should do in these situations. Shim is the illest, and you missed it. I'm not mad at the that class. Is, there was 350 people in the house the first day. You know who came back for the for for the for the skills? About 150 of y'all. So 300 showed up the first day for the conference. The next day, about a half of them showed up for the classes. Okay. And you wonder why we're not going to get free. 150 people came back to get the classes. There's still a lot of people, though. And the classes has so much knowledge. My sister Megan, she talked about childhood trauma. Her class was so good. I mean, it, it wasn't no janky shit because we black. Okay. She brought homework for people to fill out. They went through stuff so, and all of that. People that took it really felt. All right, so shout out to Megan. Megan McGlover down here. She showed up. Shout out to her. She didn't go watch the fight. She was actually doing her part. Shout out to her. Like they had some skills to go home and deal with their trauma. All of the vendors, they, they, they sold the fuck out of all kind of shit. We had two babies there, made all kind of money. One of my students, the 11 year old that has the clean mouth kids, she came to that baby as 11 and she made all kind of money. Cause I checked with my vendors. How y'all doing? Y'all made some money, everything all good. I don't want people to come out and not, and not have made nothing and you pay for a table. If somebody told me they didn't sell much, I would have fucking bought $300 worth of shit if I had to. Because you weren't going to come there and walk away with nothing. What? That's the point of the fucking black agenda. 
Damn, Meech. So you can set up as a vendor and nobody buy your crap and Meechie will still come through and drop money on you. Man, <laughs> Meechie is doing the Lord's work out here. I mean, I should have went to this event and just set up and sold some bullshit. I would have got paid too. Everybody did good. There was a whole bunch of love. Except for the stupid motherfuckers that didn't come back the second day, as well as my speakers. My speakers didn't come back the second day because since they were teaching a class and they had stayed up all night drinking and watching the fight, mm. they decided it wasn't worth coming the second day. So on my dollar, they stayed in their they, they hotel room and they chilled. And they that turned up. They stayed at home and they chilled. Why, Michi? Why? Stop doing it, Michi. So, John, the beginning is give me one reason why. Just stop. Why the fuck should I get off here, never come back, and just go live life? Like bake some cakes or something for my fucking kids. Go coon out. Give me one reason why I shouldn't. Because it's more profitable over there. That's why, Michi. You will actually make money. Leave them niggas alone and come make money with these coons over here. Stress. That's exactly what's gonna happen to you, Michi. I'm trying to save y'all. Y'all niggas killing me. That, that's exactly what's happening, Michi. Coons, listen. Coons, we got stress, stress-free lives over here, man. We ain't got to worry about all this imaginary freedom shit because we already know we free. <laughs> so as long as we don't commit a crime and get locked up in jail, we already know this. You're the ones trying to chase a fantasy that you're not living in, and it's killing you. Stop doing that. Just come over here, Meech. We got we got plenty of butter biscuits over here for you. You know another thing I'm tired of too, y'all. Cause everybody like Meech is okay. Don't listen to the chest. Don't this. Don't this. Don't that. I tell you all the time. Black women are never allowed in this country. We don't have the privilege of getting to be feminine and ladies all the time and being in an activist position oh, in the way activism works today i feel like i have to constantly like fight people my own people though we go with the black it's always guy. a fight like y'all i'm tired of fighting i'm a girl like for real i'm a girl i know you niggas think that maybe i'm not but i'm a girl <laughs> and i'm tired and i would like to not always have to fucking fight somebody especially not my goddamn people I've been getting this to fucking fight y'all. I've been in this motherfucker fighting for so many years, and I have yet to get to fighting the problem. I has been fighting all my life. Sophia's looking ass. Folks, I, fight I didn't get in here to do this. I'm arguing and fighting with black men online. People always got some dumbass shit to say. It's black people who threaten me. It's black people. <laughs> I sent out a fucking email. That's right. That is for the black agenda. It is black people who threaten you. Listen, when you create uh when you create a business, right? And you don't promote it as a black owned business. You just you just happen to have a business and you just happen to be black and you sell a quality product or service or whatever it is that you're doing. You don't get hate mail from people. In case you guys didn't know that. 
Like, like Tech G, my other channel, I don't ever receive any type of hate mail, any, any negative messages, none of that crap. But if it was the black IT channel or the, you know, then all of a sudden I'd open myself up to some fuck nigga shit that would be coming mostly from black folks, not even white people. You know what I'm saying? That's just, that's just how it goes. That's why I've been telling y'all, stop, stop with this. Yeah, I'm a black owned business. Just be a business owner. That's it. You just happen to be black. And if you sell a quality product or service, people will fuck with it, regardless of your race. That's just the, that's the reality of the situation. A bitch that got in my email a long time ago, you signed up for the email, about three of y'all, way back in the day. Do you know when I sent out a, just a bulk email for the conference, these motherfucking bitches wrote back and was like, don't email me. Take me out your list right now. Bitch, first of all, at the bottom of it says unsubscribe. Read how and go to the bottom and unsubscribe your motherfucking self. Second of all, why are you applying to me in a bulk-ass email? You stupid as fuck. That's not how this works, okay? And all of them told me don't talk to them and, and get out of their comment section because um, of what I did to Grandmaster J. If you don't kiss my ass, bitch. <laughs> then what to Grandmaster J? Then what? So y'all tell me something real quick. Is that the word on the streets? Am I the one that broke up NFAC? Bitch, because I recall that after I said something, every fucking man that stood, stood next to that motherfucker came out and said something too. Am I wrong or am I right? I was just the first motherfucker to say something. So you broke it up. Did not all, <laughs> did not all of his fucking... You were just the first one. So you, you were the one who kicked off the breakup. That's what happened. Shout out to meet you, man. And come out days later and say the same shit. Oh, but y'all attacked the black woman. Half black. I'm the one. So you motherfuckers come for me. Fuck white supremacy don't allow black women to be feminine because of all we go through. The black community doesn't allow black women to be women and be feminine. You don't ever let me be a woman. It does. All you got to do is just be a, be a woman and be feminine. Like, that's it. That's all you got to do. It's really that easy. You know what I'm saying? Just be a woman. That's all you got to do. Just be a woman and be, be feminine, Meech. That's all you got to do. Y'all don't. You want me to constantly be a fucking fighter for y'all, with y'all, against y'all. I don't want to fight no more. What are you, tired. What are you fighting? I don't want to fucking fight my people no more. I didn't come to this to fight every fucking body. There you did. That's black. I could fucking just go back to my life. This is not why I do this. I mean, you've been every listen, ever since you broke up with Boyce Watkins, you've been fighting with niggas left and right. You've been fighting with Boyce, fighting with Tommy, Tariq. Uh, what, what's your man? What's the real estate dude out in Atlanta? What's his name? Jay Morrison. She was out there protesting against his stuff. Uh, what else? Um, all these niggas on this damn flyer, like uh, Vicky Dillard. Michi, that's all you do is beef and fight. <laughs> Par- she even had something going against Paris Milan at one time. Like, that's all she does is beef and fight with people, man. Unfortunately, that's how you made your name and built your platform off of this crap. She's in deep thought right now. Hold on. Come on, Meech. 
She's wiping her tears. There we go. To the people who fight for us. And we've been doing this to our people since the beginning of fighting for us. Y'all tear down your own people. Y'all tear down the people that give a fuck about us. Y'all tear down the people who sacrifice shit and fight for us to try and get us free and to get us somewhere. This is what we do to our people that genuinely want to help us. And either we break our leaders and they say, this shit ain't fucking worth it because y'all don't give a fuck about us and we killing ourselves for a thankless and a meaningless fight. Because my worst fear at this point is, like, I got kids and shit to raise. All right, we got about we got about ten more minutes of this video, cause I got some Waffle House waiting on. My wife went and bought some Waffle House, and I'm hungry as shit. So we're gonna try to push through. I do, and I don't want to be stressed out and die a whole lot faster and have my life be in vain. See, the black community, y'all okay with people's lives being in vain because we let them murder Tamir Rice and we didn't do shit. Oh Jesus, here we go. We didn't do shit. We let them murder Michael Brown, and we didn't do shit. Man, you niggas tore up shit. They burned shit down. What are you talking about? BLM was born because of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, BLM came through. You nigga, they, you know, <laughs> you know black, black Lesbians Matter came through, and them niggas raised like $90 million and bought matches. What you talking about? Y'all ain't do shit. Niggas really, niggas turned up off that. What are you talking about? They killed Natasha Holland, and we didn't do shit. All right, Natasha Holland, that's the girl that got killed in Los Angeles prior to the L.A. riot. She was uh, she went to the grocery store and some Asian lady shot her in the back of the head. I think Tupac actually rapped about it. Yeah, man. Waffle House, B. It's Saturday morning, man. We do Waffle House on Saturdays. Saturdays or Sundays. We don't feel like cooking. Waffle House be slapping. What you talking about? We're okay. We're letting our people die in vain. And y'all not gonna use me up. Kill me. Leave me for dead. And niggas is still enslaved. You still oppressed. You still fucked oh, up. Oh, you think I'm supposed to give my whole life and let y'all kill me for the cause and still be in the same fucking position? Any of y'all feel oppressed today? Any of y'all woke up with chains on and, and you know, <laughs> you know, like, like, what is it? What do you, what does it feel like to wake up like that every day and you have convinced yourself that you're oppressed and you can't do nothing? Like, how does that feel to wake up? That is crazy that people actually believe this crap. That we in right now? Oh no, I like me more to me than that. And then my thing is, if niggas is so oppressed and, and, and all that other stuff, how is it that they let niggas like Michi X get up on YouTube and talk to tens of thousands of people? Because she got like 85, 90,000 subscribers. How is it that the oppressors allow her to get up on these YouTube and social media channels and spread her message of getting free? It seems like if they were trying to keep us oppressed and locked down, they would cut off all means of communication for, for us to exchange ideas about freedom and, and getting free and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Give me a second. Oh, my phone just locked up. Give me a second. Get back to Meech over here. Big Meech. You go die for this shit and for nothing. You go ahead. Because I ain't about some motherfucking body coming and shooting me or putting me in prison. 
Like, nigga, this is killing me. I'm 44 years old. I'm stressed the fuck out. Every fucking fight. You don't have to. You don't have to worry about people putting you in prison if you're not actively and consciously out there breaking the law and committing crimes. Like, like, like Michi X is one year older than me. You know, she's been to prison. I haven't. You know what I'm saying? I've lived 43 years of my life of consciously making decisions to not put myself in a predicament where I would get arrested. Of my being, I can feel the fucking stress in all my nerves. I'm going to have a stroke or some shit in a minute. I can't do this. Okay. It's funny as she's saying she's going to have a stroke. In the back of this video is a damn... It's a damn exercise by uh, one of the, what do you call them, exercise things. You <laughs> Some cardio machines in the back of this damn video. So you could prevent that from happening, Meech. Just get off the damn video and hop on that exercise machine. And I want you to know my story is a lot of people's story that have fought for us. They just didn't be honest with you. They didn't go write a book about that shit. They didn't go live on a show and talk about that shit. They didn't tell you the other side of this shit. They just left. And you wonder why they don't do the work no more. See, the people who have stuck around for tons and tons and tons of years, those are not really your activists like your Al Sharptons and all of these motherfuckers. Those are hustlers. They can do this shit for 20, 30 years. You know why? Because it's their job and they're making money off of you. They're not doing anything to help you. They're making money off of you. This is why they would do So, So you can't make money off of people that you're trying to help? That's ass backwards, right? I, I don't believe in that. I believe that you can. You, you can and you should be allowed to make money off of people you help because you're providing a service or product that obviously they don't have or they don't have this type of knowledge or whatever. Why shouldn't you be allowed to make money off that, especially if that is a part of your professional expertise or whatever it is that you got going on? Like, I, I totally disagree with that. Make money. I mean, because it ain't about just trying to make money so you can flex and stun on niggas and, you know, be balling. It's just the fact that, nigga, you just don't have time to be giving away stuff for free all the time. When you got bills to pay, food to buy, people to take care of. No, you need to... If you got, if you believe you got a legit skill or service, build a business around it and sell it for what you think is worth, or what the market says is worth, and don't be ashamed of that crap. For twenty or thirty years, go find somebody who in this shit for the right reasons. Go find me Angela Davis. Where the fuck she at? I was watching. I was watching the. Uh, I started watching the final season of Better Call Saul, right? And I was binge watching it on um, Netflix. And there was this scene where these Mexicans were trying to cross the border to get into the U.S. And the little the little coyotes that were sneaking them across, they were all taking cash payments to get them from Mexico to America, the land of the free, right? So why is that cool? But trying to get black folks that are quote unquote. Uh, under oppression, get them free that are already in America. You, you can't make money off of that. Like <laughs> everybody else is making money to come here and get free. Why can't we make money as well? The ones who still alive, the ones who fought in the eighties, 
talk to Khalil Muhammad's son. Go talk to some of their children. Had them children tell you how their family was stressed and was unloved by the very people that they fought for. I doesn't Khalil Muhammad's son, isn't his name Farrah Gray or something like that? And I think he runs like this little blog site, if I'm not mistaken. I don't, I don't even think he's involved in the uh, pro-black babble like his father was. Bet you they kids will tell you so. Matter of fact, Khalid Muhammad's son wouldn't mind talking to us. Maybe I should have him tell it to you on MX Network. If you'll bring your ass over there. Because even in that too, we don't support shit. I'm a scammer. So keep paying Netflix while you won't fucking subscribe to MX Network though. I know it's $13. It's too steep for your blood. Keep paying that shit to Netflix now. Sick of that shit too. Niggas don't even support black people. So Michi has her own streaming service called MX Network. I've never I've never actually visited it. Um, but she's complaining that people aren't supporting it. You know, I'm not I mean, or do you do you offer anything good on there to to support? It's like, you know, you can't just here's the thing. You can't just say, oh, I got something going on. You need to support it. No, you need to have a good quality product that is worthy of being supported. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not saying that she doesn't. I've never visited her website. Matter of fact, let's look it up right now. Let's see if I can find it. She said it was MX Network, right? Oh, here we go. I think this is it. Oh, crap. All right, this is Michi X's... Um, streaming website all right it says the mx network is where real voices meet the masses we bring you tough conversations that most media outlets won't solutions for the african-american community and commentary on current events and powerful voices like michi x and dr shauna and more it's not that is is if that's not enough we have classic throw black throw black throw back Thursday is a commentary. We pull from the vault each week of powerful voices on the network, music from independent artists, fitness and personal trainers, Solution Sunday, story time with Samba Reads, and original documentaries that highlight the issues that desperately need addressing. All right, so let me let me talk about this real quick. So this is Michi X's his site. Let me, let me talk about this real quick. So she's saying that people aren't supporting this, right? And it's only $13 a month. Now, here's my thing. Is this stuff worthy of being supported? Is this stuff entertaining? Is this stuff on here that I can't find elsewhere? Like, what do I mean? So we come on here. She says, um, we bring you tough conversations that most media outlets, um, most media outlets won't. I mean, you got a bunch of niggas on YouTube doing that for free. You know what I'm saying? Um, solutions for the African-American community. Once again, you got a bunch of niggas on YouTube that do that for free. And commentary on current events with powerful voices like Michi X and Dr. Shauna. I mean, you got niggas that talk about current events on YouTube for free. You know what I'm saying? She says, if that's not enough, we have classic throwback Thursdays, a commentary we pull from the vault. So she's recycling old stuff. I mean, I guess that's cool, you know, if she doesn't have it up. Music from independent artists, like, I'm, I'm not really trying to figure out, I mean, I'm just not into music like that as much as I used to be. Fitness from personal trainers, 
You got a whole YouTube channel. Matter of fact, let me show y'all this channel my wife watches. My wife watches this channel called Trap Cardio. Oh. What are all these little, what's going on up in here? My wife watches this channel right here, Trap Cardio. 166,000 subs. And my wife, my wife does this every morning, like at least three or four times, because you know my wife works from home. So my wife gets up on here and does the whole trap cardio classes with these women. And I sat there and watched it one day. I was like, damn, they, they uh some of these people are really, you know, going to town with this crap. So but, but what I'm saying is you can get this stuff for free. You see what I'm saying? Um, and it's all on YouTube. And then she said you get original documentaries. So I hate when it comes to documentaries, right? Now look, I'm no I'm no film expert or anything like that, but there's this trend. People here's here's what here's how documentaries can work in this day and age. All you have to do is literally just whip out your cell phone, put like a little a little uh shotgun mic on it, you know, that that connects to your cell phone, and just go around recording some stuff. And then come back and edit it up you know, adjust the colors on it, whatever, whatever. And guess what? You can say you got a documentary too. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's, I'm just like, I just don't know. I'm, I'm trying to get to the point of maybe people aren't supporting it is because you're probably not really offering anything that they can't watch elsewhere or the stuff that you do offer. It just isn't, maybe people aren't just finding the entertainment value in it as opposed to what they find on Netflix or Amazon or other places. I, you know, I'm just keeping it a buck. You know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe that's part of the reason why. Like, you can't just throw something up like this and be like, go support it. Or you ain't supporting. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if I really want to go over that. You know, sometimes I might just want to watch some ignorant ratchet shit. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's what I feel like. I don't know. But anyways, y'all go support Michi X, man. This is hers. MX Network, all right? So let's get back to meat so we can finish this off so I can go watch my, go eat my damn Waffle House. Hold on. Y'all fake as fuck. And I'm not saying this in guilt. Don't please don't go subscribe to MX Network because I just said that this ain't a guilt trip. I don't give a fuck. I don't. Yeah, you do. She wouldn't have mentioned it. But if I tell y'all right now, I'm not going live on this bitch no more. I'm going to start going live on MX Network next week and that's the only place you can find me. None of you niggas is coming. You value what I bring to the community. I bless you. I've changed your life. I help you so much. But you ain't going to come over there. You're not. You're going to stay right here on this Jewish-ass platform where they keep black people. Let's talk about that. Black people keep up, keep fucking reporting my videos. It's not white people who want to shut me down. Like, y'all think I went away the last video I had because I said I was fucking done, right? No. That morning, I was suspended for 14 days. And my platform got unsuspended one day before the conference. One day. Somebody went through my video. It wasn't the 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 the, the YouTube because they have their little bots and shit. And when you say certain things, I've been on YouTube long enough. By a certain time, your video will come down if the bots catch it. If your video has gone past almost into a second day and then it gets reported, somebody reported it. So see, I just got unsuspended because somebody reported another video, and then somebody went and reported this video to say I was saying something wrong, and then YouTube shut it down. Black people do this shit to me all the time. 
right the fuck now so they can report me and I can be on my third strike and then they'll take my channel away. And even though y'all know I have a network, y'all won't come and find me. Y'all just forget about me. Oh, well, I mean, she's not on YouTube anymore. Oh, well. Y'all won't come find me, even though you know where I'm at. You won't come to my network. We build shit and y'all don't even fucking care. I offer spots to other content creators. I tell you, if you want to get your stuff out there, I even offer to pay people for their content, just like YouTube does. Oh, you do? Do you niggas give a fuck? No. I have to put some of my content over there. What do y'all want from me? We moving the tech. We moving the Tech G channel to Michi X's network, y'all. She paying niggas over there. See, yesterday we had a class at the Black Agenda Conference about thinking like the enemy, and we talked about the conditioning of how white is right, white is good, and white is better. And it's not my damn opinion. We actually watched the dial test in its fullness, nine minutes of it, and it just showed. Because even when we talk about the black dial being the ugly one, you know another thing that everybody of all races, including black people, said about the black dial? That they were the violent one. That they were the stupid one. And this is what we think about ourselves. So, I mean, we have a, a black platform. Is it called fan base? Now, I'm not a social media person, but I have an account on there. Don't really use it, just like I don't use Instagram. But how many of you will leave Instagram and Facebook and go over to fan base and it's black? You won't, but you'll keep complaining about being censored. Fan base? What's that? Anybody heard of that? I don't give a fuck. Anybody heard of fan base? We should build. We build. And y'all don't give a fuck. Let's look up fan base. What's that? I'm not a grifter. I don't do this for money. I don't make money off of this. Matter of fact, I'm going broke. <laughs> I'm trying to save the community. So, I just want y'all to know that for as good as the Black Agenda was yesterday, for all the people that came, I know that y'all like Michi, we did not know all this was going on behind the scenes. I know you didn't know that because y'all had a wonderful time and for the people who came back, they learned a whole lot. Like I said, we had a great time from that perspective. It was a very powerful event. But I just wanted you to know from behind the scenes, y'all don't get to see what the fuck I see. And I just want y'all to know that. Mm, hurry up, Michi. I'm hungry. I got Waffle House. We're killing lady. our own messengers. We shooting our own people down. Yeah. We fuck over our own folks. Like four minutes, y'all. And we y'all. human, too. You think as a black person, I don't get my ass whooped in this life? I do. This is why I fight. What the fuck? I don't want to fight with y'all, too. What are you fighting stupid. for? stupid. It's stupid. Exactly. And I'm just losing hope. Exactly. What are you fighting for? You got... I mean, I, I just don't understand this. She got all this money to give away to try to free black folks... Where are you getting this money from? <laughs> who is oppressing you from? Who is oppressing you to the point where you can afford to give out like $10,000 worth of stuff? So, I'm going to get out of here, y'all. I just wanted to come and speak to y'all. I wish that my video and my life coming back after all this time could have been a better one. Um, but that's how I feel. I ain't never been a fake person, so I can't come over and fake shit for y'all at all. I'm really sad today. I really am. But I love y'all. And I love those that support me. So I want to tell y'all that a lot of y'all do support me. And I don't want y'all to ever think, oh, well, you hear the voices that are negative louder than ours. It's not true. I, I love all of y'all that support me. And I know there's a lot of support out there. When I talk to y'all, I'm talking to y'all about things on a much bigger level. 
and this is what happens everywhere. This is not my story. This is what happens in all of our fucking organizations. These are the things that fuck everything up for us. I want y'all to know, maybe somebody else has some fighting them left. All right, that link that I posted, that's the actual video that we're listening to. Because y'all don't beat all the fucking fight out of me. Maybe y'all have some left. And if there's somebody out there that wants to pick up that torch, I want you to know that before you tackle any other problems, you should probably tackle the problem of how the black community and our activism and in our organizations, how we just beat the shit out of each other and we're filled with a lack of integrity and we have these big egos and we just, we're in it for the wrong reasons and it's not helping us. It's actually destroying us. It's just a game of a merry-go-round that ain't gonna never stop. It doesn't really get us any motherfucking wear at all. So if anybody can conquer that and figure out how we get around that, we might be okay. But my brain doesn't work anymore. And I can't sit here and figure that out because I just don't have the wherewithal, the motivation anymore. So to all of my haters, I want to say to you, congratulations. If you were hoping that Michi would just shut the fuck up at some point, you couldn't stand me. You got tired of seeing me. You don't really got to worry about Michi that much no more, okay? So congratulations. Mm. I hope that you guys can celebrate or something today and you can say, yay, we finally got rid of the bitch we hate. Um, today is your day. Go have a drink or something. Come to the coon side, Meech. In the name of this bitch is gone, okay? You did your job. You did it good. You and everybody else, and even those that claim that they're not the haters, you win. I don't want to fight no more. I don't. I'm going to go and be a girl, and I'm going to my kids, and I'm going to go make a cake or some shit, and maybe I'll go skating with my son. And You know, I'm just going to I'm go over to the golf course that I've never used. I don't even like the golf course. Maybe I'll go. Notice she's describing all these white activities. <laughs> she's describing all these white activities she's about to do. You know, she is half white. She's like, I'm going to go skate. I'm going to go to the golf course, ride a bike. You know, all the stuff niggas don't do. She's embracing that coon spirit, y'all. Figure out how. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go figure out how to pass this kidney stone because the motherfucker is in pain all the time. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go live my life. Maybe I'll like go get married or something again, you know. Go do something for me. I don't know. Right now, I gotta go, y'all. I love y'all that love me back, and y'all know who you are. And for those of you that are assholes and you know the shit that you do, I don't have to say your name. Bitch, you know who you is, too. Motherfucker, you know who you is, too. Um, yeah, I'm done letting people walk over me because I love me too much for that. So I'm, I might talk to you later. I might not. I don't know, y'all. But y'all be good. I'm out. Mm. All right. Well, that's Michi X, ladies and gentlemen. That's our girl, Michi, giving us a recap of how her Black Agenda conference went, where she said she spent like $10,000, $15,000 on this event. She's flying niggas out, putting people up in hotel rooms, putting them in Airbnbs, renting out transportation vehicles to get people back and forth to the conference setting up chairs while she's over here passing kidney stones. Uh, she got VIP sections set up. She got classes taking place, survival skill classes. And she's saying that she didn't directly say who it was, but she said that there was a couple Negroes on here that didn't even show up. Or if they did show up, they went to go watch the fight. 
when they were supposed to be attending the conf, uh, attending the VIP section, these niggas dipped out and went to go watch the Javante Davis fight, right? But when they were supposed to be getting black people free, they was at the strip club eating chicken wings, watching the fight. That's what happened. And so now she has, she's just totally distraught, demoralized, all types of stuff to where she was just kicking up some true hardcore butter biscuit kundalini babble. This is why I think she, I think Michi is on the verge of possibly going full blown coon out in these streets because she just, she just keeps taking too many L's with these pro blacks. Boyce Watkins, uh, uh, what's what's your man's name? That the 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 real estate dude, Jay Morris, uh, Grandmaster Jay from the NFAC, Vicky Dillard. Uh, there were some other ones. Paris Milan. Anyway, she's had some some interactions with a whole bunch of pro blacks out here, and they just keep beating her down, beating her down. And now her own people. She made. She said she made eighteen individual flyers for people to promote this event, and these niggas didn't even promote the event that they were going to be the a guest speaker at, in addition to some of them not even showing up. Or if they did show up, they just went to go party in Atlanta. This is what, this is what happens when you're, you're trying to, quote-unquote, free Negroes. One, these niggas aren't oppressed. They're not locked up. You know what I'm saying? But this whole, we's going to get free, Free, okay, you get free. Where you gonna go? You get free. Where you gonna go? <laughs> where you gonna move? You gonna move to Liberia? You gonna go back to Africa? So I'm like, where are you going? But anyways, this is what happens. This is just all a hustle, Meech, and you appear to have gotten hustled. You just giving out money galore. Like, stop doing this crap. Start charging these niggas, Meech. You're the one with the biggest name up here, out of all these people. You know, aside from uh, Judge Joe Brown and. Angela Stanton King, you know, them the only them the only people that I actually immediately recognize, and maybe Kwame Kil, Kwame Kilpatrick, because he was the mayor of Detroit. But you got the biggest social media presence probably out of all these people. Start charging these niggas, Meach. Make them sign contracts, Meach. Like, here's the thing, Meach. You're half black, half white. You're trying to run a business on just using your full black brain you need to you need to turn on that white side of your brain the logical side and go out there <laughs> go out there and do stuff logically instead of emotionally that's what i do every time somebody says something about me being half white i'd be like well the half white side is the logical side because the black side is the side that's going to have you on youtube crying your eyeballs out mad and disgusted because you're shocked that niggas came to atlanta to turn up instead of going to give a speech talking about we's going to be free. No, man, you should have turned that, that switch on for that right side, for that white side of your brain and started charging these niggas money. Having them sign contracts stating that, you know, if they don't show up to this event, they owe you this or you finna, you know, take them to the white man's court and sue their ass. Like, that's what you should have done. But no, you out here, oh, we's going to get free, and oh, they believe in the mission, they's activists, and they just going to do right. Like, nah, Meech, you're dealing with a bunch of niggas. You got to get things on paper, on con signatures, on contracts. Well, you should do that for anybody, but especially with niggas. I mean, that's just how it should be. Yeah, why was she surprised? I don't know. 
I guess she I guess she really thought these niggas cared about this stuff. I guess she thought that these people are really about solutions and trying to free black folks. Nah. These niggas are about trying to get blue checks on social media so that they can sell t-shirts and courses. <laughs> That's what they try to do. Under the guise of we's going to get free. You know, Tariq Nasheed is already taking up the, the documentary market, him and Jason Black, so they can't really go out there and make documentaries. So they got to come up with something else. They got to get, get paid to go do speeches, man. She should have been figured this out, man. But, you know, we're here now. Like I say, she, she's, uh, she's talking about she's done with you niggas. All right? Let me see. What is this? Oh, yeah, real Nathan da uh, Nathan Daly. That's that cop. And he's an ex-police officer who, um, anyway, there's video footage of him where he, he got this car pulled over. And, you know, they're going through the whole questioning process with the driver. Then, anyways, the driver, like, throws the car in gear and peels off. And this guy grabs onto the car and is stuck on the car as the driver is banging his body up against other cars and he came to be you know well known for this video recently because six the goddess made a video laughing at him about that where he almost died on that video but um anyways i guess so that's who this guy is so he's giving his thoughts we're not about to watch that that's two that's almost three hours long we're not finna watch that but this michi x man she's you know she's she's through with you niggas at least that's what she says but here's, here's what I predict. I don't think Michi's going to learn. I don't think she's going to learn. Didn't Michi X have issues with David Banner about a year or two ago? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I believe her and David Banner actually got into it. Where she actually had like, I don't know if they got into it directly, but they had, they had about two years ago, she was doing these little, these little We's Gonna Get Free conferences, right? And David Banner the rapper David Banner was supposed to be at one of her conferences. And I think what happened was it was either Tariq was beefing with her or Boyce was beef. I think it was Boyce. Boyce was having issues with her still. And Boyce invited David Banner before David Banner was scheduled to speak at her event or something. Something happened. I remember something happening like that. And she was pissed because she was like, you were, David was supposed to come to my conference and then he ended up going over here. You know, I was like, oh Lord. But she, she's not, she's not gonna learn. She's gonna repeat the same. Cause Michi X, like I say, she has a horrible track record of of picking people to work with that are actually legit in her corner. Like she, she's horrible at. She's horrible at picking people. She's horrible at reading people. Like she just sucks at it. You know what I'm saying? And she thinks that just because you're black, everybody's going to get unified and we're all on this woe is me, white supremacy, the white man holding me down train. Like, like everybody's just supposed to get behind that and they're just going to do the right thing. Nah, Meech, we like you ain't figured this out, Meech. Like, uh, this is why I keep saying, like, if this was the if this was like the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, you know, the whole Jim Crow era, that might could work because, you know, obviously it had it worked to a certain extent. But that's because niggas was really oppressed. 
<laughs> like there were really laws on the books saying that you can't drink out of this water fountain. You can't go to this school. You can't move into this neighborhood. Uh, uh, you have to, you know, going through this door. You can't go. Like there were real laws on the books that you can see and feel in real time. And if you got out of lines, you know, a, a whole bunch of things can happen to you. Whether you might find yourself swinging from a tree or you might find yourself in jail or somebody sticking a German shepherd on you and blasting a damn uh, freaking fire truck water hose at your ass. Like there were real things happening to niggas back then. There ain't nothing happening to niggas today. Everything that most Negroes do is self-inflicted. I don't want to hear about the Michael Browns and the Trayvon Martins. Those are literally one-offs in comparison to, to the, the uh, astronomical high chances of you being killed by a random pookie. Like I said earlier, you can go and go as you please in America. So as long as you can afford it. Now, will that, what, 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 but what about all the racism? Yeah, there's going to be some white folks that'll say something greasy about you, some Asian or whatever. But for the most part, they can't stop you from doing what you want to do. If you can afford it, you can do it. But being that we live in that era now, and but people want to pretend like this is Jim Crow. Well, you got you to gotta remember, you're dealing with a bunch of people who are pretending, Michi. <laughs> what happens when you deal with people who pretend? They don't take anything serious, Michi. They're trying to grift and make money off of, off of black people's fake pain that they claim they feel from racism and white supremacy. So it shouldn't come as a surprise. These are some of the results that you end up getting, Michi, because you all are pretending. You all are living in la-la land in delusion. You are oppressed, but somehow the oppressor has allowed for you to start your own website called MX Network where you could put up all of your original content. You're oppressed, but somehow the oppressor has allowed Michi X to get a YouTube channel of 84, almost 84,000 subscribers to blast her message out there where she's on video talking about how she's giving away tens of thousands of dollars to bring people to conferences to talk about how they can become unoppressed and get free. Where's the oppression at, nigga? <laughs> you are doing what you want to do. Money coming in, coming and going as you please, a communication medium to talk to all these so-called oppressed people to the tune of tens of thousands listening to you. Giving away money, flying niggas out. What oppression are you talking about, nigga? You niggas are living in fantasy land with this crap. You're not your grandparents. You're not your great grandparents. You, some of y'all aren't even your parents who may have been born in that era. You're not them. Stop acting like you're them. Michi was born in 1979. She's a year older than me. We didn't grow up like that, Michi. <laughs> What's going on in your life, Michi, is a result of fucked up decisions you made in your past. That, that's what happens with most black people. I've told you guys this countless times over the years. When you see these niggas that are around 35, pushing 40, maybe some of them pushing 50, on social media talking about this what was me crap, all you got to do is just go pull up their Carfax report. What were they doing in their teenage years, in their 20s? I can almost promise you the overwhelming majority of them were doing stuff 
to cause these issues to happen later on in their life. They broke one of the four tenets. What are the four tenets? I'll repeat it again. Graduate high school. Know how to read, write, and do math at a functional level. Don't become a baby mama or a baby daddy. Don't go to jail. Do everything in your power to avoid getting a criminal record. And learn a skill. I can almost promise you all of your pro-blacks of today, 30s and 40s, going into their 50s, most of these niggas broke one of those four tenets in their early years. And then they experienced consequences that closed doors and opportunities to them early on that took them a while to recover from. But instead of owning up to that crap and admitting, oh, I fucked up. Man, I shouldn't have got pregnant. Man, I shouldn't have got this girl pregnant. Man, I shouldn't have broken to this house. Man, I should have graduated high school. Man, I should have learned a skill. Instead of trying to be out here flexing and stunting on people doing dumb shit. Instead of them owning up to that crap, it's just easier to blame white folks in the system. The man, the man, the white folks, we's oppressed. It's like, no. You didn't grow up in an era where there was real laws on the books where people were actively oppressing. But then you have people talking about, well, what about the passive aggressive and the microaggressions? That's a self-esteem issue, nigga. If you walk out there in society and you feel like white folks, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're not overtly being racist, but they're, they have these microaggressions. Nigga, that's a self-esteem issue of you going out there looking for things that people think is wrong about you. That, that's, that's a personal issue, nigga. But the white person, they said something mean to me. Well, maybe because you're a dumbass. Like, just <laughs> like do, do, some of y'all are legit stupid. Some of y'all legit have personalities that nobody likes and cares for. That other races can recognize as well. That doesn't mean they're racist towards you. That means you might legit be an asshole that nobody wants to deal with. But. To sit here and pretend like you're your grandparent, like my grandmother, the one that's still alive, she's like 80-something years old. She actually grew up in an era of colored-only water fountains where she had to go to the black school and, you know, white kids and black kids were separated. She probably got called a nigga by white folks quite a few times in her life growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, she lived that life. I can't sit around. I'm only 43. My grandma's like 40-something years old. I can't sit here and pretend like I'm her. Lived her life experience because I didn't grow up like that. Everything that niggas do today, these niggas right here that are around my age or whatever, the majority of this stuff is self-inflicted crap, man. So how do you expect to build... A we's gonna get free. We's need to. Uh, we's oppressed. We's need to get our people's free. When the whole foundation is built off bullshit to begin with, the whole foundation is flawed. You're not. You're not identifying the flaw. The flaw is you're not oppressed. You're trying to appease and appeal people that have made stupid decisions in their life that they refuse to be accountable for. You can't build nothing off that because nobody wants to own up to their bullshit that they did to put themselves in this predicament. It's just easier to blame the system and white folks. Once you, once you get past that and start dealing with honest people who own up to their dumb shit, 
maybe you can start laying down a solid foundation for trying to help people and then dealing with people who are serious about trying to help people in your community. But you niggas refuse to do this crap. But you got the nerve to be sure. I can't believe they didn't show up and they went to Atlanta and they went to watch the fight instead of coming because it was all bullshit from the beginning, Michi. Your whole pro-black what was me thing has all been bullshit from the beginning, Meech. your white grandmother my my white grandparents have been dead for like 20 something years and I, I didn't even grow up around my white side of the family I've been raised around I was raised around you Negroes goddess masterpiece you dusty woe is me Negroes with your Bantu knots in your hair that's who I was raised around you niggas you niggas who have been crying and whining about imaginary shit all your life. All you niggas grew up around black folks for the majority of your lives, out there doing ignorant ratchet stuff. Like I, I was, I was, I graduated high school in 1998. I seen you niggas. I went to all black schools. I went to an HBCU. I lived the whole bliggity black experience my entire life, even as a half breed. Been around you niggas. Most of you niggas are now in your 30s and 40s, pushing 50s. And the majority of you niggas are a bunch of failures because a lot of y'all made stupid fucking decisions in your, in your early years. No white folks is out messing with you. It's all, it's, it's all your dumb decisions that a lot of you Negroes have made. Like, I, I'll give I'll give you, because I, I, I'll keep repeating this till, till the day I, I'm actually, matter of fact, when I die, I want this put on my tombstone. These are the four things you got to do to make it. Graduate high school, nigga. Know how to read, write, and do math at a functional level. Avoid becoming a baby mama or a baby daddy. Like, like pick somebody that if you decide to have kids with, you can see yourself with that person for a long time to help raise them fucking kids, right? Avoid doing activities that'll get you in prison. Like, we all know the stories about going to jail, okay? We got a thousand documentaries. Niggas have written books galore about it. Yada, yada, yada. But in the year 2023, you still got niggas that'll go out there and commit crimes and felonies and then be shocked at the results of what happens when they get locked up. I can't believe this. They's talking about giving me 20 years in prisons for selling the drugs. Well, damn, nigga. They was talking about this 30 fucking years ago and you niggas are still doing it. And then, and then, and then go out there and learn a skill. Learn tech. Learn how to do some hair. Learn how to do some nails, learn how to work on car, you know, learn something that people think is valuable enough that they will pay you to do instead of them trying to learn how to do it their damn selves. You do those four things, sky's the limit in America, nigga. You won't be sitting around here talking about, Weez needs to get freeze from the white folks. Dave's hunting and oppressing us, y'all. Weez can't do nothings. You won't be sitting here talking this dumb Negro pro-black babble. And then trying to build organizations off of that lie of a foundation. Because you would then try to surround yourself around Negroes who are actually out there doing things in life and recognize, all right, well, damn, maybe I fucked up. 
Maybe I should have did better in high school. Maybe I should have. Maybe I should have actually, you know, invested in a fucking tutor for my kids or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So I can get a different result. And then you could probably align yourself with other black folks who are sincere about the conditions of the community and recognize where the problems lie and then build something because everybody is being honest. These niggas are most of them. I'm not going to say all of them. Most of these Negroes are not honest. I, I would, I would imagine. That's why they come through and just do whatever they want to do. But well, your grandmama white and let's fine. Let's talk about my white grandparents. One, I wasn't raised around them. Matter of fact, I've only met them once, to be honest with you. But let's just say that they were alive or whatever. I, you know, my white side of the family, financially, I do better than all of them. Matter of fact, they, a lot of them don't even fuck with me because I make so much more money than a lot of them. I mean, that's just the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, you go look at my white side of the family, I'm like rich compared to them. And I'm not rich, but I'm just saying. But regardless... Let's just talk about that. Not, not my white side, but let's just talk about white folks in general. Right? Since we live in a country where it's like for every one black person, there's like five white people in this country, right? It seems like in this country, in order to be truly black, you have to go against any and everything that white folks have done right. Right? White folks want to read, right? do math, invest in property. If you as a black person try to do that, you get called a coon, sell out, Uncle Tom, all this crap. All the stuff that appears to have worked for white society that has gotten them to where they are in, you know, in, in, in the greater totality of things, these are the things that niggas don't want to do. <laughs> you, you'll see other groups of people coming to immigrate into this country and even Africans immigrate to this country and they look at the, the white man and be like, wow, these white folks are doing this, thing, doing that. Let me let me go ahead and try to get on with this program. But American blacks have adopted this anti-white culture uh, um, belief system to where that you're not black unless you're doing the complete opposite of what has been proven to be successful. Like if white folks say, hey, you need to read 20 minutes, uh, 30 minutes to an hour a day or something like that, niggas will tell you you're stupid if you're reading. What you doing reading them books, nigga? Yo, artist smarty, nigga. <laughs> uh, white folks say, you need to be on time. You know, show up 10 minutes early means you're on time. Being on time means you're late. If you're late, don't even show up. You know, white folks will be on some crap like that. Black folks will turn around, oh, man, being on time is racism and white supremacy. It's like niggas embrace all the things that have been tried and true to be successful to every group of people. You want, you want to do the complete opposite and then turn around and cry racism later on. Right? That, that's what niggas want to do. And this is why you find yourself where you find yourself on YouTube Pretending to be victims, trying to figure out how you can put together coalitions to save a bunch of victimized Negroes that have victimized themselves and have closed doors on themselves. And this is why this will never this is why this will never stop, Michi. Why every time you come out here and do one of these 
black agenda conferences trying to free your people until you actually decide to become honest about yourself and your life, Michi, you will experience the same shit every single time. You will constantly run across Negroes who aren't serious about a damn thing. You will constantly get into these beefs about pro-blackness and yada, yada, yada. You're going to keep spinning your wheels with this because you will refuse to be honest that no, nigga, it ain't white folks. You aren't oppressed. You are trying to create programs for a bunch of people in a culture that don't want to own up to their fuck shit. That's what it is, Michi. You're trying to build something off of a foundation of pure bullshit. And until you do that, you will keep going around and around with this crap. That's why you need to have me on your panel so I can come in there and tell them niggas a piece of my mind. Because <laughs> somebody needs to hear it. You know what I'm saying? But that's what happens with all pro-blacks, y'all. Every last one of them. From Tariq on down. Even the ones, even, even, the, even the ones from back in the day. Because you know, she mentioned in the video, where are all the pro-blacks from back in the day? You know why? You know why them niggas faded away like Angela Davis and all them? It's because they realized, man, these niggas ain't shit. They, 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 they eventually realized it. Not because of a lack of support but just because of a lack of values and morality and how nobody wants to be honest about how things have changed. That, that's why they went away, Michi. They couldn't continue to lie to themselves anymore to try to continue to make a name. Or maybe they made so much money or they made so much of a name off themselves, they, they figure I don't have to keep lying anymore about this bullshit especially with these young people. You young people aren't these old people who are getting shot at with water hoses and German shepherds sicked on them. That's just what happens. And this is what's going to keep happening with you, Michi, until you embrace those butter biscuits and come to the coon side of thing. Listen, when you, when you become a coon, your, your, your worldview just opens up. It's like, it's like a fog that just clears, man. Sunlight just comes through like never before. You guys ever, have you guys ever looked up in the sky and just be like, wow, there's a lot of stars up there. You guys do that that live in major cities. You can't really experience this because you guys got a lot of light pollution that kind of blocks how bright the sky is. Go to um, an area that's out in the country, right? Or go take your ass to the Mideast. You'll see this a lot in the Mideast. So just go look up in the sky. You're gonna see like all you're gonna see like so many damn stars in the sky, it's gonna blow your mind. Like, God damn, there's a lot of stars up there. You know, you never really think about it if you live in an urban area. But when you get away from an urban area and there's not a lot of light pollution, you look up at the sky, you be like, God damn, there's a lot of stars up there. That's what happens, man. You gotta get away from once Michi gets away from all this bullshit and embraces the coon side of life, she's gonna get all this light pollution is gonna go away, and she's gonna look up and be like, wow. There's a lot of butter biscuits in that damn sky, man, that she could be reaching for. It just, it just clears, it just makes things so clear for you. It just allows you to see reality. It's like, ugh. These niggas is full of shit. <laughs> these Negroes are full of crap. There ain't no white person holding these people down. 
These niggas just can't stop doing dumb shit. That's what it is. She's going to come to that realization, man. I, I hope she does. But I don't know if she, I don't know if she could switch. Here's the problem. If she switches, she's going to, all these, listen, if Michi switches, all these 83,000 fans, at least half of them are going to go bye-bye. At least half. I don't know if Michi can, can get down with that. She says she don't care. She cares because she need them people to subscribe to Michi X's network and, you know, help put money in her pockets to support her events. But the faster she does that and gets rid of the rid of the people that are there just for the bullshit, the faster she can start building up something real and sustainable for the long term. That can actually produce a real tangible result. And possibly put some money in her pocket at the same damn time. Instead of her giving away stuff for free just to give it away. Nigga, you crazy? You think I'm going to be out here giving away $10,000, $20,000 worth of stuff just so I can help people get free? Nah, freedom costs, nigga. Freedom costs. <laughs> Shit. Somebody got to pay the bill to host them damn events? What the hell is you talking about? All right, anyway, shout out to Michi X, man. I'm about to go eat my Waffle House, man. It is Waffle House time for me. Um, y'all can go subscribe to my other channel, Tech G, if y'all want to get financial freedom. <laughs> I mean, you want to get you a job working in tech. I teach you niggas how to get, uh, how to put more money in your pocket by passing certifications and getting hired so you can go get you a job making more money. All right, so you can create other options for you. You know, because I'm be honest with you. I think my my path is is way more better. Let me, let me show y'all. So, I think Tech G is way better, and not not because it's my website, but I, I say that because when you look at Michi, because somebody was like, "What do the classes offer?" Right? What she offers. Well. I don't know what, like I said, I'm not, she's offering survival training and some other stuff. And they're talking about getting free. I didn't, I didn't really hear her to give any description of, well, what, what can actually put money in my pocket and help me get free? Now, maybe she got some, I don't know. Now I teach certifications that can help people get jobs that can actually put money in your pocket and hopefully you can pay off debt, uh, have disposable income so you can invest, start your own business, yada, yada, yada. That's the type of stuff I do over here. So technically, I think I actually do what she's talking about. Now, even though most of my people who take advantage of it, probably majority white folks over here that take advantage of this stuff, and it is what it is, and they pay, and it is what it is. But even if black folks took advantage of this stuff, and I teach people how to get started in IT, you know, within a couple years, you could be increasing your income, damn near pushing $100,000 or more, and once you start making six figures or more, you know, you're wiping out debt. Uh, now you got disposable income where you can up your lifestyle or invest and do other things. Like, I think that's a more realistic uh, help people get free type of program than, than we're going to go out here and, and, and learn how to shoot guns. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't learn how to shoot guns and do basic first aid type of stuff. I learned all that stuff in the military. Um, and I think that's a good thing for people to know. But unless you live in an active war zone <laughs> or you live in a community where you got to worry about niggas constantly kicking in your door or doing some crap, 
Um, I don't know how often you're going to be applying basic first aid to people. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was in the military. I guess I was in the Army for 13 years. I learned a lot of that stuff. But I've been out the Army for almost eight years now. I got out in 2015, right? Um, ever since 2015, I don't think I've had one encounter where I've had to pull out my first aid kit and, you know, apply, you know, put a, put a you know, put some dressing on a pressure on, on, on a gunshot wound or something like that or do a tourniquet. Like, I haven't had that happen. You know what I'm saying? But what has happened is my income has went up drastically since I got out the military due to, you know, me working in IT and applying all my education and certs and already smarts all over the place, which therefore freed up capital for me to do other things like create my little IT business on the side and, you know, do some other crap. That's the type of stuff that I think could actually help you get free as opposed to we're going to teach you about how to, you know, how to, you know, all, all this other boogeyman white people shit. You see what I'm saying? So y'all, y'all go subscribe to the Tech G channel, man. <laughs> we getting niggas free over there for real. You know what I mean? Like real freedom. All right. I got Waffle House waiting on me. So I'm going to holler at y'all. Shout out to my man who put some money in here. Y'all be easy. I'm out. Peace.